What up fam, I'm Elena, a certified nutrition coach, personal trainer, and hormone specialist. I'm a former public educator turned holistic fitness coach, and I'm on a mission to disrupt diet culture and educate individuals on how they can heal their gut issues, hormone imbalance, and food relationships caused by chronic dieting, inflammation, and autoimmune or chronic illness. My philosophy for coaching is simple. Eat more, move better, feel amazing, because life is too short to feel like shit. So let's dive in. Hello, hello. <laughs> Today is one of my favorite topics. How to actually detox. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I promise I'm not laughing because I'm going to be like a facetious asshole on here. But like I, I just a little bit of like poking fun. The fact that it's 2023 and people still think that juice cleanses still are a thing and they're still like super effective and they still work makes me like weirdly impressed by the toxic side of the wellness industry. You know what I mean? Like we still think this shit works and I still get people where like they post something on their stories and they're like doing a juice cleanse. And I'm like, here's my unsolicited two cents. You're wasting your money and you're making things worse. Okay. So let's first talk about the purpose of doing a like detox or a cleanse. These two terms are more or less interchangeable in this situation. And uh, if you are one of those people whose DMs I got into about like, hey, this is not what you think it is. Uh, this was not directed at you personally by any stretch of the imagination. This episode 41 has actually been planned for a long time because I actually plan out all my episodes like three months in advance. So just FYI. I'm <laughs> not a personal attack on anybody. What people want to do usually a detox or a cleanse for is for one of two reasons. One, they just went on like a weekend vendor and like drank too much alcohol and ate too much food. And now they're sorely paying for it. And they're trying to essentially undo the damage they did, um, by doing like a detox or cleanse. Mm, doesn't work that way. Um, that's just not how it works. Um, or two, they're having a lot of digestive issues and they're like bloated a lot and they're trying to like re like reduce some of their discomfort. Um, and again, doesn't work like that. Okay. Here's, here's what actually happens when you're doing any kind of detox or cleanse. The whole purpose of this is at its root is to help the body cleanse of excess bacteria, toxins, things like that. But the problem is, is that you already have something in your body that cleanses your liver and your kidneys, but your lifestyle choices, excess stress, poor sleep, shit food intake, lack of vegetables, poor exercise, whatever combination of any of those things that you might be dealing with or struggling with means that the drain is plugged. Okay. So your liver and your kidneys help break down and clear out toxins and bacteria, um, through peeing and pooping, okay? <laughs> excess hormones, toxins, and bacteria, that's how they get cleared out. But if your hepatic system, your liver and shit, is backed up or you're having a lot of digestive issues, your body is not going to be effective at clearing those things, okay? So the cleanse that you're doing is only one, dehydrating you, and two, stripping your body further of good bacteria that it needs in order to help fight off and be resistant to excess toxins and bacteria within your system. Okay. So first things first is your digestive system is the like first line of defense with your digestive health. 
okay, or your immune system or with cleansing. And what a lot of people are struggling with, I find almost every single person that I deal with, almost every single person that I talk to is dealing with some form of low stomach acid. Now, low stomach acid means low digestive enzymes, which means your body can't break down food and things effectively, which means it sits in the gut and it ferments. Bad bacteria takes hold. We start to deal with inflammation and then that inflammation causes leaky gut syndrome and that leaky gut syndrome where the junctions of the intestinal lining start to kind of pull apart. Uh, Toxins start to get let into the bloodstream and that's when your whole system tries to kind of clear all this excess bacteria and then excess hormones too because one of the biggest things that helps us clear out, especially excess estrogen, is going to be pooping on a regular basis, okay? Yes, <laughs> this is why regular bowel movements are super, super important. Um, pooping on a regular basis, you end up having a scenario in which you're now dealing with low stomach acid. So you have excess bacteria, you're not absorbing nutrients, your, your intestinal lining is compromised. So you're absorbing excess bad shit into places where it's not supposed to go and it's not fully getting like pushed out of the body. Um, and then also because there's too much of it and you're not sleeping well and you've treated your body poorly for years and years and years. And now you're trying to fix it through like a three day or seven day or 21 day, whatever. That's when everything's backed up. And that's why I say like the drain is plugged. So your hepatic system and your ability to clear your bowel movements effectively is in the health of your kidneys is essentially the drain that lets out all the bad stuff from your body. A juice cleanse is not going to fix that. (laughs) It's just not. (laughs) Now, there are multiple ways to sort of help actually repair these systems and get them functioning the way that they need to. I have a um, nutritional protocol that I do with my clients that helps uh, make these toxins and bacteria soluble enough that the body can clear them out. And then we also manipulate food choice to be sort of anti-inflammatory and supportive of starving the excess opportunistic bacteria that is likely present in the digestive system. And then we re-inoculate the digestive tract and we work on maintaining a better, less, less strict, but still better um, nutritional lifestyle that's very high in anti-inflammatory foods, antioxidants, things like that. And then we bring in targeted supplementation. And this is not a green supplement. I'm talking a fish oil, a multivitamin, vitamin D, any additional supplementation that we might need to bring in, whether maybe this is an appropriate time now to bring in a probiotic now that we've kind of cleared all this gunk out of your system. Um, But then there's other things too that you have to be aware of. Um, So again, I mentioned leaky gut syndrome with that intestinal lining before as well. Okay. Um, This is a big, big thing that a lot of people deal with on multiple levels and it can be, you know, moderate to severe. It doesn't always necessarily have to be like super, super awful. But what ends up happening is people also are not absorbing these nutrients effectively because they have this leaky gut syndrome. And if they don't do things to help support the leaky gut syndrome, this is where we get into trouble. Now, first things first is you have to reduce the amount of like highly processed foods within your diet. Notice I didn't say completely take them out, but you do have to reduce them. Now I am all for food freedom. I am all for food freedom. I eat ice cream every single night. I get pastries from the coffee shop, but the bulk 
of the food that you need to be eating throughout the day needs to be single ingredient whole food items. Now, this doesn't have to be boring as shit. Like, hey, I give my clients so many resources and recipes for really delicious meals and really delicious foods because food should be delicious. And the more you enjoy it, the more likely you're to consume it. But this does take a little bit of learning and a little bit of effort and a little bit of, a, you know, willingness to suck at cooking or sucking at meal prep initially to build that skill to get it to the point where it's less strenuous and you have more resources and more ability to feed yourself well. Okay. A lot of times too, this also means reducing alcohol intake, which <gasps> gasp, right? People are like, you want me to stop drinking? I'm like, you don't need to be sober, but like maybe not have a glass of wine every single night. Like, you know, wine mommy culture is really funny. I see some of my friends talk about like, oh, wine mommy culture. And they're like, what about weed mommy culture? I'm like, that's probably a lot less damaging. <laughs> like, you know, we talk about it and not that, you know, and again, I love a glass of wine, you guys. I literally was in Sedona earlier this month for my, for my 32nd birthday. My boyfriend, Zach, he booked us a resort for three nights and four days. And we went to two different wine tastings. We went one to a tasting room and another day to a vineyard. And it was absolutely glorious. I loved it. But my norm is like a glass of wine every like six weeks. Like that's the normal amount of alcohol that I'm intaking. Maybe like two over the course of six weeks. And it's usually with like a dinner, right? Of some kind. It's usually like with a meal. If I'm unwinding at night, I'm usually having like a tea or sparkling wine, or I've gotten into doing a lot of non-alcoholic wines because I do like the ritual of having something that's like wine-ish, but I do like a non-alcoholic sparkling wine. And that's really, really fun. It feels very bougie, but without the negative impact. Okay. Um, is, and you're going to need to probably, and people are going to hate this, reduce the amount of gluten that you're eating, at least temporarily, and be cognizant of the quality of the gluten that you're eating. Not that you, this doesn't mean that you're celiac. This doesn't mean that you can't have gluten ever again, but there's an enzyme within gluten that causes the separation or can exacerbate the separation of the junctions of the intestinal lining. And a lot of times reducing the amount of gluten that you're intaking can give your intestines the time to recover, okay? and repair and rebuild. And then again, it's about turning back to what is the quality and the frequency of the things that I'm consuming. You notice how all this is followed up by changes that have to be somewhat permanent in your life because you can't go back to doing things the way that you did them before, right? You can't go back to the behaviors that got you into the situation that you're in. And that's sometimes the hardest thing for people to like come to terms with is they feel like, okay, I'm going to do these things for like six to eight weeks and then I'm better and then I just get to live my life again. And it's like, bitch, no, stop it. <laughs> it's why too, when I'm like working with people, if I have somebody who is like in like a protocol or something like that, I'm like, this is the timeline. It's going to take this amount of time at a minimum. This is how frequently we're going to reintroduce something or retest something. And it's sometimes like six to eight weeks or 10 to 12 weeks. And it's a lot of hurry up and wait because it didn't take you 21 days or even 90 days to get to where you are right now. It's taken you months and years. So it's going to take a little longer than you realize or that you're sometimes willing to admit to solve the problem that you created. Now, did you create this intentionally? No. This is where like my whole concept of like dump your diet, like my website's literally dumpyourdiet.com. This is where the whole concept of, you know, diet culture, 
toxic fitness culture contributes to a lot of behaviors that are dysregulated that cause these issues. Okay. Same with diet culture. And, um, also just stress. Like if you live in the U S and we have like a high stress lifestyle, especially compared to other areas of the world, food quality is not always the best. We have to make cognizant choices based on the behaviors and lifestyles that got us to this situation where we have to recognize, okay, something's got to give, I'm going to put in all of this work, but if I don't make the changes within my life, I'm going to end up right back where I was. And you're going to be doing your juice cleanse again every three months. And then in another year, you're going to wonder where this 20 pounds came from and why your hair is falling out. (laughs) And you're like, what happened? I'm doing everything right. Going to Orange Theory five days a week, staying up too late on my phone, doom scrolling. And I do a juice cleanse once a month. So why should I be having issues? Right? Again, that's toxic diet culture and toxic fitness culture kind of speaking in and creating a scenario that's dysregulated for your body. And now your body's like screaming at you to stop, right? Once you start having physical symptoms of digestive and hormonal issues, there's been something going on under the hood for a while. And the physical manifestation of those symptoms is likely something that's been brewing under the hood for six months, a year or longer, (laughs) which is not something that people like to hear. I'm not in the business of telling people what they want to hear though. I'm in the business of being honest and helping people shift their life one brick at a time so they can see the results they want to see, get the relief that they want to get, feel at home in their body again, and then learn how to live a life that allows them to maintain that quality that they have now become accustomed to because they can't imagine going back to being exhausted all the time. They can't imagine to not having the energy to be with their partner. They can't imagine eating and then being bloated and in pain immediately afterward. They're like, I need to keep this. Like, and yes, you do, and you deserve to keep it. So anyway, so those, the, that's, that's how you kind of go about the process and some tips and tricks that you can take and implement into your life to help. Now, again, I'm gonna just, I'm being honest with you guys, A lot of times, if you have a lot of high-level issues happening, it's not a good idea to try to figure it out on your own (laughs) because you're going to waste a lot of time, you're going to waste a lot of money, and you're not going to know when to implement things, and you're not going to know what is appropriate to implement for you and your life based on your issues. So um, if you are curious about coaching, this is a great time to reach out. It literally costs zero money to talk to me. (laughs) Not going to lie. And if you're wondering what is kind of causing this imbalance, I'm going to link down below my hormone quiz. That's going to kind of take you through a series of questions and then give you a series of outcomes and give you some additional sort of like next steps as to what might be going on with your thyroid, what might be going on with your adrenals, what might be going on with your digestive health, right? Those types of things. So giving you that sort of like first step into the waters of what am I dealing with? this is what's happening. And where do I even start, right? Like where do I even start? So that link is going to be down in the show notes below. All right, you guys, that is it for today. Um, this was, I I enjoy talking about this stuff. You can tell clearly I, I, I get a kick out of it. If you have any questions, if you need clarification on something in the podcast, please DM me. I actually answer my DMs. Like I actually talk to people. Um, and, uh, I will see you guys on the next one. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the What the Funk podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and a review and don't forget to take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram. My handle is at elena.m.fit. I would love to hear what you want to hear on the podcast. I do respond to DMs. I would love to talk with all of you. I'm so excited for you being here today. Thank you so much for the support and I will see you next time. Just a quick disclaimer for the information found in the What the Funk podcast. I am not a licensed medical professional, mental health professional, or registered dietitian. The advice and recommendations given out on this channel and on this podcast are not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition or mental health condition. If you do think you have a medical condition, please speak with your medical provider. Please consult your medical provider before implementing any kind of supplement regimen or exercise regimen or nutrition regimen into your lifestyle, as well as be aware that listening to this podcast does not constitute a coach-client relationship. Thank you guys so much.